0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we edge ever closer to the start of the new league season The SPFL returns in just four days time As teams across the country round off their pre-season preparations Rangers added another piece to the jigsaw in Ridvan Yilmaz yesterday With Aberdeen and St Johnson also doing business Jim Goodwin spoken about Aberdeen's chances today And Kevin Van Veen signed a new deal at Motherwell I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Well thank God you're back Gordon, nothing against Andrew, but I suggest yeah, no offence if he's listening. <laughs> Ten seconds into the show, I thought he did a, st- I he did a sterling job for what it's worth. I maybe commit the wrong way there. Andrew, you did great. Start as, suggest, start as you mean to go on. It suggests the league season has just run the corner, and we can't wait. Four days oh. to go, pre-season. I'm never a fan of it, but now we're getting down to the crux here. The players are in, the transfer window's still open, so plenty of business still to be done, but cannot wait for the weekend. You want to slaughter any of your colleagues, or would you just like to crack <laughs> no, on and I talk about the football? I thought that was a terrific opening to what's going to be a very long season. I, I entered the building tonight, I looked at this guy and thought, Roger Hannes certainly let his self go during the summer. Uh, I've now found out I'm with him every Tuesday and Thursday, and at the weekend, so yes. uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, Gordon, welcome back. Andrew, terrific job if you're listening uh, but I am really looking forward to the season I think we're talking points um, I already got the excitement of being back at Fur Park on Thursday night yeah result wasn't, wasn't, wasn't poor crowd was terrific pitch was great every pitch will be looking the same can't wait for a weekend can't wait for a f- uh, domestic football to start again yeah I mean it does seem like a, a good starting point to address the elephant in the room and, and to ask mm. producer Callum what I've done to wrong him you have to have done something wrong to deserve two nights a week with you clowns. Well, with yeah. no disrespect, I, I, I mean that in the nicest right. possible way. Well, but seriously, is there something going on? Is this some sort of prank? We'll, we'll start at the season. We've slaughtered Andrew. Now you slaughtered us by calling us clowns. Uh, uh, we're not off to a good start here. Oh, you're obviously on a Tuesday, <laughs> so he's, he's, he's used to your clowniness on a Tuesday. But, I'm, oh, listen, I'm, I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing to be here on a Tuesday. You know, I, I didn't see enough of you. This guy's big red nose. <laughs> and, uh, one day a week, so <laughs> delighted. Wish me luck. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need. Please, a bit of sanity you can provide to the proceedings tonight. So pick up the phone. And let us know what is on your mind. Yes, it's been a quiet day in the sense of no massive breaking news or stories uh, that's got everyone going today. But the SPFL's back in four days' time. I mean, how much more excitement do you need? How are you feeling about the pre-season preparations? Who's catching your eye? Of course, the transfer window very much still open. Give us all uh, your pre-season thoughts. In fact, let's get a bit specific, shall we? That's very vague. Let's get specific. How about, let's set a bit of a challenge, and I'll do this to you two for various teams. I'm looking for one single player tonight, right? One player, because you two have had to write down your predictions, not only Mm. for league placings, but for player of the year and that sort of thing. So which one player holds the key to your team's chances this season? Let's see if we can get specific. Don't come on here and rhyme off half the squad. Which player holds the key to your team's chances this season? Who's going to have a big season? Is it one of the new signings that you're really looking forward to seeing? Is it someone you think's ready to, you know, improve and step up to the plate and come out of the shadows? Or maybe even a stalwart who's been there 
And done it before That'll give you some incentive To give us a call tonight Which player Holds the key To your team's chances This season And why Come on Pick up that phone 01419511025 And of course As ever We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB um, Are you genuinely Excited about the start of the new season Or are you just saying that to keep people happy uh, Just listen, just saying it Just to keep everyone happy. I thought you might be <laughs> Of course You know why? Because we had such an interesting title race Last year that I, I, I just couldn't foresee it I couldn't foresee Celtic You know, getting anywhere near Rangers at the beginning I then changed my mind I was the only guy who changed he his mind that, doesn't he? Oh, well, loves reminding you, us. You've got to Listen, changing it in the 14th of April oh, is well, 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 I, I was still changing it and it went almost down to the wire. And then you see Rangers in the Europa League final. You see them, you know, lose important players. But Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has started to really mould that team into his own and getting away from the Steven Gerrard team that, that really served for a couple of years seems to be a transformation now. And for Celtic, well, I can only see Celtic getting better this year. Another year under Ange Postacoglu, a full pre-season, players coming in. Um, and then you look through it, the league, you know, you look at the work that Jim Goodwin's doing at Aberdeen, Hibs have got a new manager, Hearts, you bring in a goal scorer like Shankland, it can only improve your league. I think it'll be even better than it was last season. I can't disagree. I, th- I think we're in for any very exciting. And I think it's because every pundit so far, Gordon, you know, we've had to pick who's going to win the league. It's very, very difficult indeed. I think there's a case, obviously, for both sides. You look at the job that Postacoglu achieved last year, double. You look at Van Bronckhorst at near the end of the season, won the Scottish Cup, and obviously the Europa League Cup final, missing out in a penalty kick. New players have been brought in. Both teams have strengthened. I think it doesn't bode well for the rest of the teams because if you look at the squads that Rangers and Celtic have got, I think they'll be further away this season, but I think it'll be really nip and tuck between the two of them. I think the Old Firm games are going to be so, so important and they certainly will be very attractive Mm. indeed because both squads have got very talented players. Yeah, I think right down the league, Mark, you can make a point because your, your drama and excitement comes in different forms. Now, last season, the fact that you know, Hibs and Aberdeen were so poor. That is drama in, in itself because your, your big clubs should be, you know, doing better than that. So there's perhaps an assumption this year, which is always dangerous, that they will be better. They have to be better. Mm. Um, you then look at Kilmarnock coming back up, maybe not a traditional, uh, you know, promoted side from the Championship. They're quite a big side. They were yeah. a, a, a very much an established uh, top flight side as well. Livy have just continued to defy people and, and punch above their weight for a number of seasons now. So. All across the league I feel like there's going to be A lot of good talking points Between now and me Well I think when you look back At last season as well If you take away the top two Or top three Should I say Below that It was so unpredictable I think people will be Getting into this season Wondering if it will be the same Or will it be more predictable Like you say If you go on budget Then Aberdeen and Hibs Should be up there Can Dundee United Can they do the same As they did last season Arguably, you would think maybe they have a better manager than Jack Ross, but Tam Courts did so well with him. But in the bottom half of the table, you're right. I mean, St. Johnson had such a poor season last season after such an excellent one the season before. Can they be as bad? Kelly, for me, I think might be a surprise this season. Derek McInnes, no doubt in my mind, is a top-class manager. He knows that league inside out, and... He came into Kelly at a difficult time. I know he had the biggest budget, but he had a job to do, and he got them up. 
I think he'll have aspirations and not just surviving but try to make that top six Okay, I'll get your predictions off you later on 01419511025 what about your predictions your hopes your dreams your expectations for the new season let's have them uh, right now and like I said what about a little topic to get us debating and arguing tonight which player holds the key to your team's chances this season if I was to put you right on the spot and by the way that's the fans of all teams so let's hear it but I'll put you on the spot you two quickly with Glasgow's big two you can elaborate you can give me your thinking in time can we pick Celtics one from each? Celtics main man this year, the one man. One man, I'm going to go for Jota. I think terrific last season. I think if he stays okay. fit and plays the majority of the games See, for Celtic. See, when I said I would get you to elaborate a bit later on. Okay, no, missed that bit, sorry, listen, listen. And for Rangers. <laughs> um, goalkeeper. Really? Yep, whoever mm. that's going to be. Uh, there you go, okay. he doesn't even know who oh, the goalkeeper is. Can't, can't yeah, name yeah, the Rangers just Pull your nets with gloves. <laughs> um, I, I've got to go, um, Mark, with Jota. I think it'll oh, be exciting. Did you come you up did. with that yourself? Yes. And for Rangers, I'm going to go for Lawrence, middle of pitch. I thought his goal against oh, West Ham... I think that's the thinking man's answer. I thought his goal against West Ham was terrific and showed composure. He heard somebody saying that in the office. No, no, that's right off. Uh, Right, okay, well, let's hold on. (laughs) Listen, educated is not a word that will ever be associated with Tuesdays or Thursdays ever again. Uh, So let's bring in Ricky, who's a Celtic fan. We'll stick him on the spot. Ricky, one player who holds the key, and I know it's a team effort, all that stuff, but I want to know who you personally are getting excited about in a Celtic jersey this season. I was at the game on Saturday with my son and my wee granddaughter, Sophie. Sophie's first ever football match and she's going to get back so that's a good sign and I was highly impressed in the midfield of Rio Hatati the boy touch his first touch his ball when it came to him it was dead balls away straight away he flips on a corner he was unbelievable Saturday and if he keeps that up this season, I think he'll be there. Well, it's done to my boy in this case. If he plays that out of season, he's, he's just got his play in here. I had a sneaky feeling we wouldn't get too many Celtic fans on without that name you know, being mentioned, Mark. A fair shout. As a fair shout, um, I think Hattati suffered at the end of last season just through through tiredness. You know, a young man coming to this country and being thrown into that team. Uh, and expected to perform every week was an awful big ask. Got to say, when he came in, though, his first mm-hmm. was it five games or something? He was just <laughs> incredible. Um, scored goals, looked a complete player, and then it just took his foot off the pedal a wee bit. But that was to be expected. I think with the right rest this season uh, and the close season, should I say, and a preseason under his belt, and just work man's Postecoglou closely throughout preseason, he will be a standout. It's hard to. It's hard to not say that because he's got all the attributes here. Um, Steer clears injury, which is important. He'll be a top player, yeah. Everything in his locker. Uh, I spoke to one or two Celtic fans that was at the game, uh, same as Ricky, and they were very, very impressed with him indeed, Gordon. He's got everything that... He's got a great range of passing. His work rate's terrific. I agree with Mark. I think that he'd obviously played a lot of football, plus the fact it was his first season getting to know the club, getting to know Scottish football. He's obviously got the eye for that killer pass. He's got the eye for a goal. He could be a big, big player, but... If you look at that Celtic midfield just now, he's got plenty of competition. Uh, so, Ricky, is that the hope then that a guy who 
you know, got man of the match in his debut, scored a vital goal against Hearts not long after, scored two really, really vital goals against Rangers, which may well have, you know, swung the, the league in Celtic's direction. D- did all those things, but can still get better this season. That's your that's your expectation, yeah? Yeah. Well, I was trying to think, when I was watching the attack on Saturday, I was trying to think back, midfielders that impressed you that much previously. You know, you were thinking, you were thinking maybe Thompson, Petrol, Flambert, these kind of guys. And you know the guy came to mind? The one and only global. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mark Wilson there. I thought that was the big build-up. Um, no, but you're right. You're, you're right to leave him miles out of that comparison. Is, is seriously that high, Ricky? Are you, are you rating him that highly, or is it just a stylistic thing? He's got that. He's got that. He's got that swagger about him that Lubo had. I mean, we we got Lubo too too late, but uh, what he, what he, how the performances he put in this year, they were unbelievable. The magic, and I think a lot of that can emulate him. Mark. Uh, Lobo I mean Lobo's a one-off I, I think he reminds me more of another name Ricky says there Petrov I think just the way he plays you know kind of box to box dynamic midfielder loads of running and can shoot for distance and score um, you know a, a number of goals that when you're playing at Celtic you need midfielders to add probably 10 plus goals a season him and Turnbull in that position um, it's great options to have yeah I mean Gordon mentioned that there last year you <laughs> It might feel if Rio Hatati's listening, and I'm sure he is, and he's yeah. what a way to learn English by by listening to you two um, in here. He, he would be forgiven for you know sort of rhyming off all the good things he did last season, and and maybe wondering why there's an expectation that he needs to do better. But I think going back to even his first game, didn't the manager say, you know, he's he's not fit yet. He can get even fitter, and I think most people agree that. Possibly looked a bit leggy towards the end of the season. So, are you expecting even better things this time? Yeah, I think I think most Celtic fans are Gordon, and his pre-season has been very good. He's had the proper rest. He's got back to the sharpness. Looking forward to playing football. As I said, he's in good company in the middle of the park because Celtic are very strong, like Rangers in there. They've got very talented players. I just think he's an all-round player. Um, as I said, his work rate's very good. Killer pass can score goals. He'll be a big, big major player for Celtic this season. But I think the good thing for him is he knows that there's competition in there because Celtic have got decent players. So, no, I think most Celtic fans who especially watch them at the weekend there, they'll be expecting big things off him this season. I like it. It's a good start. Mark Wilson thinks Jota. Uh, Ricky thinks Rio Hatati. Gordon and Mark have both given us names for Rangers as well. Let's bring in Brian, who's a Rangers fan. Throw one name at me, Brian. Who you think Rangers' main man could be this season? Tom Lawrence. Oh, there you go. Oh, imagine agreeing with Gordon Dio. Yeah, Brian, what a start to the season that is for you. Say no more, Brian. You've had a terrific start uh, to the night. Honestly, it only goes downhill from here, right? What, what about what is it about him, Brian, that, that makes you think that? Well, football's a team sport, as we know, right? And I think Rangers are essentially a team. But obviously, the, the point of the game is to attack, score goals, and I think that's where he's going to come into his element. Uh, the link between the, the midfield and the attack, uh, I think I think he's going to be a very, very important player you know, for the club next season. Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of this, Mark. That's what we said at the start. It, it might well be someone like the last caller 
who, who thinks that it's an existing player that's got even more to give but of course every summer you should be excited about a new signing and the hope that they can be the ones that, that kick you on to a new level so that's what Brian's thinking It's the most important thing I think about being a fan or the most enjoyable thing seeing new players come to the club and having that optimism that they might just be the standout of the season and Tom Lawrence like Daz has said them and then Brian's own saying them I'm sure there's probably 50,000 other Rangers fans who have seen him in the flesh who's probably seen it as well. Um, any new player coming to a club, if they get off to a good start in pre-season and show the fans right away what they could be about, then, you know, they make life a whole lot easier for themselves. Um, you know, hearing a lot of good reports about the players Van Bronckhurst has, uh, have brought in, so it could be any one of them, but the promise at the start of the season can be beaten for, for fans because... They see their clubs splashing money out and they just hope that it could be money well spent that will serve the club for years. What was it about him you liked in pre-season, Gordon? Because uh, you, uh, you've gone big, you've gone with Brian. Yeah, of yeah. That's players, a big shout. Of all yeah. the players that have contributed to Rangers recently, you think Tom Lawrence can be the standout this year? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think he's at a good age, very experienced. He's um, a very elegant player for me. I like the way that he get his Rangers career off and running Gordon I thought the goal against West Ham was excellent great composure he showed to me that he's got that now I take on board that people will be saying it's only friendlies I totally agree with that but to get out there in front of the big crowd get that goal and the way he got it composure the way that he, he, he just finds space he can link that between as, as Brian quite rightly said get a good knowledge of the game can link that between the midfield and the front men go beyond get goals I think he'll uh, have a lot of goals this year and a lot of assists but like the lad before Hatati with great talent you look at the squad you look at the, the, the quality midfield he's got to bat his game but I think he could be a big major player for Rangers you know, something sort of warm and comforting to know that even after nine weeks off some things just stay the same because I've been listening to him on the way in here and some of the things he said he's, he's watched a lot of pre-season mm. friendlies so it's good to know that that dodgy box yeah. is, still, is still going strong uh, Brian, thank you very much Tom Lawrence, that's a good name I like it Rangers fans, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree? Celtic fans, Motherwell Hearts, St Mirren, Hibs whoever else is out there who's the main man for your team let's, this season? Let's get a bit of a debate going on that we'll speak to you next the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here at so one four one nine five one one zero two five. Still yet to discover what it is I've done to wrong, producer Callum. To deserve being stuck with you two on a Tuesday and a Thursday, it feels very harsh. I must admit, whatever I've done is obviously. <laughs> Uh, serious, but it has sparked some poetry from your favourite resident poet, oh, Curious Creatures. Oh, yes. I don't know if you've heard from him them. throughout the summer. He says they've been apart for many weeks, much more than most could take. But just like Ross and Rachel, they were only on a break. Mark has spent his summer months just coaching day and night while Daz was in his golf gear, which in truth looked rather tight. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a go at you. <laughs> Fat shamed 25 you. minutes into You're the weight. new season. Oh, that's, uh, what are you thinking about I've that? I've been on huh? for two days and this guy's come on here and slaughter me might take longer than two days Rachel when he's at home oh, never mind I see, he, he, just, he just mouthed to me <laughs> never seen friends no not familiar with like the most oh, popular yeah, sitcom yeah, of, yeah, yeah, of I've this got generation you. I've got you I've got you but uh, tell him no more of this uh, fat shamed stuff for me How does I think it? you're looking you're looking well oh, I'm looking very looking good very tanned I've been doing a lot of work in the biceps <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> How does it work during the summer? Do you two, you know, do you stay in touch? Is this a, is this like an on on air romance 
the, you know, is it not authentic? Do you, do you speak no, to each other behind I, the not scenes? Not really, or? but I tell you what. Not actually, really. No, no, <laughs> no. no, there. no I did invite him out. Um, yeah. A couple of weeks ago. He doesn't gonna, really. Go, he's weird. Day. He doesn't really strange. Go, he goes out in sort of weird places. Right, so it, it, I tell you what he did. He says, "Go and give me um, to the day before, and I'll tell you." <gasps> Didn't hear from him. Obviously, the day of an hour before, plan to go. Can he make it? That's, that's disgraceful. <laughs> that's bad. Who yeah. like that? You ever been out You don't. You don't want to go to this guy. And he's also he was been nagging me all summer for golf. And every time I arrange a golf, pay the fee. It's all paid up front. He never you know, that's, a that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm busy. I, I t- obviously try to avoid you both as much as I can throughout the summer, but did you get the same phone call about the kitchen accident? <laughs> did you? <laughs> I, I remember vividly. Oh, that, that, has to, oh. that has to be my favourite by a mile. I was, he, he now knows, right, because I've got a young daughter that I'll be up in the morning. So it was early, very early phones. Do you want to just give us the, the brief version? Uh, it was a very scary moment. I was babysitting my uh, granddaughter at the time. I couldn't believe it. And I thought, she'll go to sleep. I'm going to stick the washing on as you do. So I went into the kitchen. I put my face and head down, opened the, the, the washing machine, uh, whatever it's called, threw, threw in the washing, and my granddaughter came in behind me, and she's only three and a half, Olivia. And she looks at me, and she starts sort of a crying. And I thought, well, my washing wasn't that dirty. And the blood. You want to hand in me then, Papa? Um, so <laughs> the blood then starts coming down my face because I've I banged my head and I'm thinking, oh, some. And what I'd done, Gordon, was I'd headered a salad knife. <laughs> right? And when I... <laughs> what when I... What when I got, oh, got a salad knife? I know how you get... Uh, What's a salad knife? On it, cut salad, t- tomatoes and everything. So it's, it's a just a knife, knife right? <laughs> you don't need to worry about a specific type of knife. That's not the important a t- detail a t- here. A cut knife, and it was very thin, pointed and long. But what I'd, what I'd achieved to do was what, wash the knife? it. Are we still talking about yeah. the knife? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd put it in the drainer, as I call it a drainer. Draining board, that'll draining do Draining board. And when I bent down... It was sticking out the front It was it. sticking out the front, and it went right through. <laughs> and, and I was there with a the big knife. The knife out. was Sticking out your head. And my knife was sticking out my head, and my granddaughter was. Oh, Do you ever just wonder how he's made it? Like how he gets through the day? I just wonder why your daughter lets you watch that kid. Oh, well, it hasn't yeah. since. <laughs> You're stabbing I'm yourself bad. in the head. I'm bad. The salad knife just. <laughs> there is no such thing as a salad this knife. This is going to be a long season. Which player holds the key to your team's chances this season? More importantly, right, James is in Bishopton. Now it says you're a Spurs fan, James. So is this related to Rangers? We at the game at the weekend. Hi, Gordon. Yes, uh, uh, I'm chairman of the Glasgow Spurs Supporters Club, and we had about a hundred of our members in amongst the two and a half thousand away supporters uh, at the weekend. There, yes. Brilliant. I didn't know such a thing existed. Now I do. <laughs> uh, so what, what caught your eye then? Uh, well, I was talking to I spotted him and everyone I was speaking to all the Spurs fans after the game just couldn't stop talking about Matondo mm, uh, okay. his pace and, and during certainly that was been their first experience of seeing him as well it was the first time I'd seen him but uh, he was very pacey he was quite skillful he was running up and down that wing and he wasn't as scared to have a go at some of the Spurs defenders and even tried a few tricks See, this is what I like because mm. already we don't think we've even really repeated a name yet. We have when you and the, the previous caller agreed, but um, 
that's another one And again it would be in the Tom Lawrence bracket of a new signing That, that James thinks you know could be Rangers key man this season Based on what you've seen Fans are loving him uh, I think he's very direct Gordon And the one thing in the modern day game That you know if you've got you'll cause problems Is pace And he's got abundance of that um, So I'll be very interesting To see the start of the season What, what impact he's going to have Obviously James and, and many other supporters Have been very impressed with him um, Another one that's caught the eye in pre-season You've got to say So that's a good start because You really want to hit the ground running No pre-season game Everybody talks about fitness and getting up to a level or whatever, but you've still got massive crowds there at Rangers and Celtic. They still demand. You've still got to produce. You want to get into the season with confidence. And so far, this boy is. So it'll be interesting to see what he brings. To dust off the football cliche book for probably the fifth time already, just back in the, the new season, Mark, about you know wingers and their consistency. It seems that there's always, even at the very top level, you know, there's always that 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 sort of question mark that you know that hangs over and in our league you know we've got some obviously very talented ones and if we're talking about Glasgow you've mentioned Jota Ryan Kent's obviously there for Rangers is it often a fight to to just see who can do it the most often yeah that's it because they're never going to do it every week you know wingers notorious for that if they did do it every week they'd be playing the Premier League and they'd be a hundred million pound player so it's about being patient with wingers now Matondo same as Dazzy I've heard good reports about him couple of Rangers fans I've spoke to said absolutely rapid um, and then I heard the reports you know you often hear this with wingers they, <coughs> sometimes a bit raw now I'm always kind of wary of that a bit raw sometimes means that they can run but they run themselves into trouble but apparently Matondo looked better than that um, at the games he's played so I think it's one thing that the fans are excited when they get a winger and they see they've got absolutely blistering pace to go by fullbacks. It does excite them. Um, again, he could be a big player for Rangers on the face of it in pre-season. He looks like he could be, but then it's Saturday that really matters yeah. when you go to a tight pitch like Levy. It's a different game, but time will tell. Yeah, I mean, James, how does it work? Do you follow a team up here as well, or too much time and efforts following Spurs? Do you have any time for a, a team north of the border? Uh, well, I, I, it's kind of in between because my, half my family are Celtic supporters, and the other half are Rangers supporters. But um, <laughs> in between. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my wife was actually in the home end, and I was in the away end on Saturday, which yeah caused some trouble when I got home because she seen me celebrating too much. But yeah, <laughs> they say that Harry Kane's not bad, Mark. So that oh, would have been a good, yeah. uh, a good, a good test for Rangers. I'm By sure. the way, he looks a player. I mean, oh, I know we yeah, see he's got him a big future. Yeah, but. Just seen him up here. He's finished for. Was it the second goal? He's finished. Was it, uh, 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 top class. But he's 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 above everything. And it's good that James is on the night because Mark's actually going to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium at the weekend. Thanks for bringing that up. Right, we've not got time to get into that right now. We've just getting over your salad knife debacle, <laughs> right? So I want, I want to stick with it. Um, generally speaking, James, look. Oh, oh, let's put the disclaimer in. Everyone knows that preseason is what it is it doesn't always indicate anything at all for, for the season that follows but you know we can only speak about where we are at the moment were you, were you generally impressed with Rangers obviously Spurs were too strong in the end I, I thought the first half Rangers were very good but uh, whatever Conte did in the, at the half time break certainly changed that and it was good to see some of our new signings coming out and getting a run out but uh, yeah I thought Rangers controlled pretty much the majority of the first half but 
when Harry Kane turns his game on and he's, the goal, his first goal he scored there at Ibrox uh, was fantastic. He just does what he always does. And if you're not used to playing against him, you can't really defend against that. And it just went straight into the top corner. It was brilliant. Anything about these tough pre-season tests that, that you took... You know, benefit from when you played Mark because you'd have played in a lot of these glamour ones. Well, I, I like playing against the best players. The Rangers defence would have relished playing against Harry Kane because, of course, you get better. Now, you, you can maybe say, oh, it's not full tilt, but just the experience you get rubbing shoulders with these guys, just guys like Kane, the movement of them, you know, wee things that just make you concentrate that bit harder, especially when it gets down to one week to go to the season starts. I think that's important. If you're playing Tottenham and West Ham, you know, four weeks ago, then do you really get a gauge? Probably not. But when it's a week to go, it sharpens your mind. No, mm. I th- sorry, Gordon. No, I think the big difference is now, and I think it benefits uh, Celtic Rangers, Rangers Celtic, whatever way you want to put it, when playing these top English sides. I think years ago they used to be so far behind with the fitness, they didn't really play at a, t- a top gear. I think it's completely different now because you look at the managers, you look at the demands, especially Tottenham's manager, Conte, you know. There's Did you see no pre season video? Yeah. You know, <coughs> falling over at the side of the pitch and yeah, being obviously good in that. So, yeah. so you're getting a good gauge of mm. really where you are. I think these are benefit um, to both uh, Rangers and Celtic. I saw you've been sick during pre-season just a couple of weeks ago but it was for something entirely uh, unrelated <laughs> thanks very much James you know it was nice to speak to you James hopefully we'll do that again at some point yep uh, can I just say one last thing of course Sorry. you can uh, if there's any Spurs supporters in Scotland please uh, join us glasgowspurs.com uh, you're welcome to join us at the match I've got a season ticket at Spurs Stadium myself there's many of us fly down and uh, we're always looking for new people to come with us Gordon DL will be there I'm sure of it you're going to need to pay though a subscription to the supporters club well, okay. you can take that back Gordon DL won't be there thank you very much James who's a Spurs fan from Bishopton but given us who he thinks we know would be, be Rangers main man uh, this season having seen them at the weekend and in fact it was a view shared by Mikey on Twitter um, he says a winger on both sides means the opposition can't double up on Ryan Kent every game um, so you know it should mean more, more space on both sides is that a valid consideration I rather, think so. rather than you know specifically what you know Matondo directly does just uh, about what it gives I, I, I think we all kind of guessed that when Van Bronckhurst came in I know it's quite easy Dutch manager he's going to play with two wingers but you need the personnel to do it and when Rangers probably didn't have the personnel and they were kind of putting Sakal in there or roof off a side or a Rebo just in that hole it didn't really work but now like I said at the top of the show that I think Van Bronckhurst is transforming this team into his his squad Um and if that's two wingers in each side, it's definitely harder to defend against. Uh, OK, thanks again to James. Let's bring in Stephen, who's a Celtic fan. Your main man this season, Stephen, the guy that's going to make the difference for you. How are you doing, guys? I hope you've had a good summer, good to have the A-team back. Oh, jeez, they've been called many things, let me tell you, Stephen, I must admit. That's a new one. Um, um, I don't I even know. want to know what it stands for, but I've got an idea. <laughs> um, uh, Celtic's main man, keep it clean. <clears throat> Um, I was listening to last night's show And it sort of integrates into this Tonight's show Because he's asking for basically For mm-hmm. you in the season So ah, yeah, There was a Rangers fan on He was the first caller I think he was just trying to get the I think it was tongue in cheek He was trying to get everybody arguing For the, the season still But He basically said Jota and Carter Vittles Don't frighten them one bit And they're going to win the league By a, a distance um, yeah, I think donkeys was the word that was used nice and early in the new season. Um, slightly harsh, I'm sure most would agree. And he's, well, 
you need to check your facts before you come on live radio. Jota's got 13, 13 goals and 14 assists. That's 27 contributions in 40 games last season. So uh, I, he's, he's, he'll be the player Celtic season this year I hope those facts are right Because I haven't <laughs> checked them um, And Stephen set himself up Sounds at least close Gordon Because he was Extremely productive Now I've seen A lot of clips Over social media um, During pre-season Of little kind of Flicks and nutmegs and, and stuff that he's been doing Which of course is great And fans love it But actually He, he did He did back it up With the the numbers, as they say, last season, didn't he? Yeah, he certainly had an eye for goal. Um, I thought Jota was brilliant. I think he'll only get better and better. I think, uh, in our predictions, Mark and I have both went for him. Um, for player of the year, have yeah, you? Oh, yeah, showing um, your hand early, okay. Yeah, uh, Carter Vickers, to me, was a real find at centre-half. Uh, I thought he was brilliant. Uh, I actually said that at one point I would have probably voted him in the top four for player of the year I thought he was that good so I think signing both players is a positive one for Celtic and I think it was the two signings that every Celtic fan wanted uh, sorted first and foremost and then they could add to that so if they stay fit I think you'll see a better Jota because these guys no matter and you know you look at Rangers squad I think they brought in some really good players as well but it's hitting the ground running these other guys especially at Celtic they've won the league they'll begin in the new season with confidence it's another season under their belt they know the Scottish game they've got so much ta- talent I think they'll only get better and better these guys mm-hmm. um, Mark is there such a thing as it being more difficult the second season because Teams or, or defenders are, are used to you if, if you're a winger Or Is knowing what Someone's going to do Not necessarily any use If you can't stop them anyway I think if you've only got One attribute I think if If you solely rely on pace Then Of course People double up on you And you can show them Shut off a certain side I think with Jota You've got a wee bit of everything In there I think that's incredibly hard to deal with I think he's just a A guy Who looks like he loves his football Every game he plays Even if he's not in top form He looks like he enjoys it And that's what makes him so Unpredictable uh, And in my opinion He'll, he'll be player of the year I, I know it's It's hard to tell at this stage But seeing him again in pre-season Some of the games he's played Against pre-season But you're still coming up Against top class Opposition Like we chatted about Rangers there He seems to just Turn it on And You know Celtic Have often relied On players like that Throughout the years um, And they were missing that They relied on James Forrest In a different way Not so much Tricks and flicks But direct pace And scoring goals Well I think Jota Has actually got The full package When it comes to it And I think he'll If he, if he stays clear of injury I think he'll be a certain starter in most games. So generally feeling pretty good about things overall, Stephen? Aye, definitely. As I say, I'm no... As I come on your show, and I'm, I'm very honest with my views. I mean, that mean to say Rangers are going to... After Celtic's won the league, to say Rangers are going to run away with it by miles, it's just comical. I mean, most Celtic fans last season that come on Monday, I think they said there'd be three or four transfer markets before they were... Up and running, but this season coming, Rangers basically need to do what Celtic done last season. Their players need to hit the ground running, whereas we're the settled squad. So I'm happy. Lots to look forward to. Thank you very much to Stephen. We're going to get you the inside track on Rangers' latest signing. We'll do that next. 0141 951 1025. This is.
is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, both waiting for you to get in touch on the usual number or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Hoggy Bahoy 1967, who is a Celtic fan, I think, uh, mm. has said Callum McGregor. Will be your top man this season That takes us back to When we set it up at the start Are we talking about Someone who steps out From the shadows Are we talking about A new signing Or Just someone that you know You can hang your hat on mm. And he, well he would obviously Fall into that last category Wouldn't he He does it every year Doesn't he I mean You can't see him Having a bad season But you know Somebody else needs to You know Grab the Grab the mantle this year That's why I think It'll be Jota This year But McGregor will be yeah, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong Gordon I know I asked for one name For a bit of fun And clearly you're gonna, To win things You need lots of people Contributing I'm not expecting any One man To you know inspire a team On their own But um, As Mark says Callum McGregor PFA Player of the Year Last season Wasn't he voted for By his fellow professionals So Big expectations On him again Led by Led by example Gordon uh, Obviously took over A captaincy When Scott Brown Left the club and he's been absolutely brilliant for them. Uh, just performances week in, week out. Uh, he never dips below that, you know, that that performance, that high level performance. He's 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 a very talented player. Yeah, I think I think just by his leadership, uh, he'll be a very important player for for Celtic. We've, we've just been trying to think outside the box. Who's going to who's going to excite you? Who's going to light up the the stadium, get you off your seats? And I think guys like Jota, Lawrence, I've mentioned Matondo, I. We're looking for other players at other clubs when you go along. Who is actually going to excite you this year? Now, this may not surprise you, right? But Gordon DL and Mark Wilson didn't actually get the chance to watch much Turkish football over the last few months. Now, I know. I know you're surprised at that. So when that is the case, we always like to try and get you the inside track on any new signings that come in uh, to our league or to opposition teams that may be drawn in Europe. So with that in mind, let's take a look at Rangers' new signing Turkish international Ridvan Yilmaz, a five-year deal announced yesterday, just before we came uh, onto the shore. Now, Can Bayezit, who is a Turkish football expert, joins us on the line. Thank you very much for taking the time, Can. Uh, what type of player are Rangers getting? A young, energetic player, uh, very ambitious, uh, I would say. I mean, you can see that by the move that he's making now. Um, yeah, it's a it's a hungry guy, and uh, it's a, a very good. He has a very good attitude, I would say. Uh, an issue sometimes with uh, young Turkish players is that um, they think they they've made it big already um, at at a very young age because of hype, because of fan uh, banter, whatever. Um, but uh, Ridvan is a very level-headed guy. Uh, he's been at the club for twelve years in the in the academy. Um, and then, of course, the past uh, two and a half seasons, he's been playing for the senior team. He's got a championship under his belt, so he has that experience. He's played in the Champions League. Um, he knows what pressure is. Of course, uh, coming into uh, Rangers or coming into Celtic, there's uh, immense expectations. And uh, it's the same in Turkey when you play for Besiktas Galatasaray, Fenerbahce. The, uh, the, the expectations and the pressure is immense, both uh, from the fans and from the media. You're expected to win every weekend. You're expected to win trophies every season. And I think that's uh, something that uh, will definitely help him in uh, making it in, uh, for, for the Rangers. Stylistically then, what, what type of fullback is he? Now, it feels like modern fullbacks can. There's always a an extra sort of 
an extra expectation that they will be an attacking threat and maybe sometimes the defensive side of the game has, has gone a little bit from, from fullbacks. How does he balance the two? I think he's quite well balanced, actually. Um, I recently likened him uh, accidentally to Gary Lineker when I meant Gary Neville. Uh, and I think he has <laughs> a little bit of that Gary Neville in him. Uh, he's not very tall, um, but he's combative. He uh, doesn't uh, mind getting stuck in. And uh, he doesn't mind, uh, you know, going head-to-head with his opponent, even if they're physically more intimidating and uh, maybe more capable physically. Um, But also offensively, he has improved. Uh, Initially, during um, the first couple of weeks, I would say, when he came uh, knocking at the door from the academy um, and maybe the the first half of the season in his his first full season, that was definitely a working point, but it's something he has clearly been working at. His, his crossing has gotten more consistent. Um, he also does well cutting into the box at times. He scored a couple of goals that way. Um, I wouldn't say that he is where he needs to be yet in offensive perspective. He definitely has a lot of room for improvement, but he has the talent. He has uh, talent at both ends of the pitch, both defensively and offensively. But he just, you know, he's, he's 21 years old. He's not a finished product. He has a lot to work on still. Uh, you know, perhaps uh, working with a former uh, uh, grateful back himself in Giovanni Van Broncos uh, will do him good. I mean, Rangers obviously have an existing fullback in Borna Barisic, who's a Croatian international can. But given where, um, given where Ridvan Yilmaz is in his, you know, his career and and the, the sort of progress he's been making, would you expect him to, to very much be first choice? Would it be surprising if he was going to make a move to, to sort of fall behind Borna Barisic in the pecking order? It's hard for me to say. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I uh, watched a lot of Rangers matches, so I am not. I can't really sure. say and gauge the ability of, of Barisic all that well. But, of course, you know, Ridvan is somebody who uh, wanted to move to Europe and he's uh, very ambitious in that regard, as I pointed out earlier already. And he's not going to move to a club where the project uh, that is outlined for him isn't appealing. Uh, he's not moving to the Rangers for money. He's not. That's not why he's going to Europe. If he wanted money, he could have easily stayed in Turkey. There's a four limit in Turkey where if you're a very average footballer, but you have a Turkish passport, you can make millions of euros. Um, so that is not the reason for Zidvan to move abroad. So if he he went into this uh, knowing full well what he was getting into, I think he sees uh, the competition and he uh, is confident enough in himself, himself to think that he is able to uh, displace that. Um, now, I also think that he had to deal with that at Besiktas. You know, initially he had Ansakala ahead of him this past season. He had Umut Meraj to compete with another Turkish international and he doesn't shy away from competing. Um, so I, I definitely think that he has the ability, the talent, um, and also the personality to uh, maybe not walk into the team, but wait and work hard and uh, eventually get his chance and grab it. That's what he did uh, at Besiktas, uh, you know, as, as a young player as well. He he wasn't expected. He was a welcome surprise because he worked hard, um, and when he was given the opportunity, he took it. He wasn't always consistent. He had his dips as it's normal for a young player, but he came back from those dips and he kept working hard and uh, he persisted and, and he's where he is today because of that. 
Brilliant, thank you very much Can Byers at Turkish Football Expert Giving us the inside track On Ridvan Yilmaz I'm sure Rangers fans You'll agree Some very interesting things in there So thank you again uh, To Can Quickly Mark Because we're a little bit late What jumped out at you From that description? Um, well First uh, I agree with him That Yilmaz probably came to Rangers Because He's not guaranteed The first place But I think he'll have a fair idea That Van Bronckhurst will play him I think he he sounds exciting for the Rangers fans comparing them to Neville now when he says Lineker we kind of sniggered there but Neville what a full back he was you know on the other side so what a good attributes and one so young I wonder about the, the sort of mentality side of it that can mention Gordon you know it's not an exact science and you don't need this but it must be beneficial if you can sign a player that's used to winning things mm-hmm. and also we talk about our madhouse and how passionate we are over here <laughs> I think there's a, a fair level of, of pressure over in, in Turkish football as well Yeah and the thing I picked up there Gordon was the fact that the lads come over I probably could have got as much money uh, staying where he was Or more And more uh, He's looked at coming over to Europe and he's looked at the size of Rangers and uh, he fancies it Five years is a good commitment for Rangers as well He's going to be patient I'll be interesting to see what he brings Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Wow, this is where we tell what pre-season preparations these two have been doing. It's their first beat the pundit of the new season. Did Gordon finish bottom no. of the table last season? Who finished bottom? Second yeah. bottom. Yeah. You were, uh, you were certainly rele- relegation. Your relegation fodder. Do you feel more optimistic about your chances this season? I've got to say this is probably the most nervous I've ever felt about playing Beat the Pundit in really? my career in this studio. <laughs> he looks nervous. <laughs> Fodder. <laughs> anyway, if you want to take advantage <laughs> of these nerves, it's 01419511025. Come on, let's get in nice and early with a, a victory because Roger Hanna obviously won <sighs> for the Pundits last night. Let's try and give a signed ball away. 01419511025. Lines close at 7. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here at 01419511025. We're asking you which player holds the key to your team's chances this season. Come on, fans of all teams, let's hear your suggestions. It's been pretty good so far, if I do say so myself, because we've had a lot of different names uh, being thrown in. Who've we had shouts for? We've had uh, some new signings Tom Lawrence, yeah. Robbie Matondo, we've had Rio Hatati, we've had Jota. Uh, we've had Callum McGregor, we've had a few different uh, shouts in there. It can be anything. So it can be you know, a new signing, someone who's ready to have a, a, a big season, a bigger season than before, or maybe one of the, the stalwarts who's been there and done it. We also gave you the inside track on Ridvan Yilmaz from a Turkish football expert. So remember, as always, if you missed any of this stuff, the podcast will be available uh, just after the show finishes. Depends how quickly uh, producer Callum works, to be to be quite frank. So blame him um, if it's if it's not up. We'll see if he's had a long summer. He's yeah. not happy. Yeah. He's never happy. So let's... Big lamp post in the corner. There. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he's over five foot oh, nine. He's a lamp post. Oh, yeah, big lamp post with the cans okay. on. Let's do it. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, if you want to add to that or change the topic completely, please do 01419511025. Jim Goodwin's been speaking today as well. Some interesting stuff for him. I'm sure we'll get Gordon's thoughts on Kevin Van Veen's new contract at Motherwell. But this, clearly, when these two are in, is the main event. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. 
Confirmation of our resident Stato Black Arthur that you did indeed finish second bottom Brilliant. of the Beat the Pundit table last season and I think technically you were bottom Why? because yeah. Alex Ray retired he withdrew oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Hugh was below him oh, that no, is it was Alex yeah, no, Hugh, no. Hugh was actually <laughs> above him <laughs> incredibly <laughs> 46 games do not Yes. Start a new season by making me explain to you how percentages work again. I, I, you I cannot know, do but that. You've got a better chance if I play one game all season and I, <sighs> I won it. Or Murray. if you lose it, then yeah, you've got a zero percent win rate. Um, so I mean Alex really left to Pastors mm. New he tra- yeah. and, and even heard for that guy he's no. been does he he's yeah. dropped us like nobody's business yeah. be because fair, he's back working in the big yeah, in English Championship these days NC and NC it yeah. makes you sick doesn't it yeah. it used to be Dazzler and Willow now it's, it's NC. NC he's forgotten all about us anyway he's gone uh, from the table which means you officially wear bottom a good 6% no less behind Marvin Bartley who's hopeless and 8% behind Hugh Keevans who also <sighs> has his moments Mark Wilson Finished with tw- a th- He surpassed your win percentage By 25% <laughs> last season You should be ashamed of yourself oh, I, I'm not very proud of myself For taking part I, te- I tell you why I'm on here huh? And a Tuesday they're trying to phase you out After that percentage <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying That's not the case Try to put you out to retire Because yeah. Big One Strand was on with me on a Tuesday and he won every time we played. But uh, nobody played any more games than me. Let's let's be honest. If you look at that table, I played you did. miles more than MDLs. Yeah, you played forty-five times to Hugh Keevans thirty-seven. What did he season. play? Twenty or something? Uh, Thirty. There you go. So there we go. That's anyway, can play what's in front. Look, enjoy your last season on the show. Right? <laughs> yeah, so okay. it's good. It's, let's let's <laughs> keep it positive. Uh, Mark is in Alloa tonight. How's it going, Mark? Hi, good mate yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Now, Mark right. has told the producer that he wants to speak, he, w- he would rather play Mark Wilson, despite oh. the fact that Gordon Deal was bottom of the team. Why? He obviously thinks that deep down you are the weaker. Uh, he is the weaker. Team. I mean, battle with the Mark. Of course, oh. uh, it's a, it's a ah, name well, thing. that makes sense. Then, if it's a name thing, all aye. day working that one yeah. out. Well done. But he's, he's, he's <laughs> me. But anyway, uh, right here's the way it works for anyone who's forgotten over the summer. I don't know how you could. It's fairly simple. Answer as many questions right as you can. If you don't know, pass and move on to the next one. But we did make a massive change. Mm-hmm. Did you it? listen to last night's show? No. Yes, none of you. Great. Thanks yes, for your I, support. I was listening. Producer Callum is the top tosser in the in the studio this season. What, he what is going to... Oh, the coin. He's going to toss the coin. Because I was getting too much stick, too much criticism, too much, too many accusations. You're the tosser. He's going to toss the coin that, this season. See the technique. That man went to private school, university. His mum and dad... Did you go to private school? Yeah, yeah. Did his mum and dad... <laughs> I don't think he went to any of those two. We got this guy off a street in Dundee. He's, he's worked his way up the ladder to be the top tosser on Radio Clyde on Beat the Pundit. Did you actually go to private school? No. No. All right. You oh, do, did you, you do work the type to go to private it's school, I must say, isn't he? Yeah, he does. He's much more. He looks. He, he, he thinks he's like a briefcase. I seen him in a double breasted jacket at the weekend. <laughs> the gold, gold, the gold buttons. <laughs> I saw that as well. Jacob Rees Mogg. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the resemblance. Give that guy up here around spectacles. He does look down his nose as he thinks we are scum. I can tell. Anyway, right. Go on, toss away. He's white hat is with that coin. Yes, isn't he? And it's tails. It's the first out of you. Obviously, Gordon Diel. No, I knew he was going to do that. A first outing of the season for you. So the battle of the marks will have to wait. Let's give Gordon Diel some 
Clyde 2 to listen to Right Mark in Alloa 30 yep. seconds Answer as many as you can And pass If you don't know Alright Yep Good man 30 seconds on the clock And your time Starts Now Which of his two clubs Has Ryan Jack Scored more league goals For Rangers or Aberdeen uh, Rangers Who currently wears Number 8 for Celtic Cal McGregor Which Scottish top flight club Has a panda As a mascot Ross County Dave Cormack is the chairman of which Scottish Premiership side? Abernon. Who managed Kilmarnock when they won the League Cup in 2012? Pass. Name either player who moved from Scotland to Serie A in the summer. Uh, which Scotland manager gave Robert Snodgrass his most recent Scotland cap in 2019? Uh, okay, let's bring back... Gordon DL, Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Nervous? I'm a little bit, yeah, but... I actually think he is. He looks genuinely shaken. I need to get the first one over and done me. If you lose the first game of the season, oh, I don't I'll, think I'll, you'll recover. I'll go you. Right, come on. Right, you ready? Yeah. Which of his two clubs has Ryan Jack scored more league goals for Rangers or Aberdeen? Uh, Aberdeen. Who currently wears number eight for Celtic? Kyogo. Which Scottish top flight club has a panda as a mascot? Uh, here. <laughs> Dave Cormack is the chairman of which Aberdeen. Scottish Premiership side? Who managed Kilmarnock when they won the League Cup in 2012? Bobby Wilson. <laughs> Name either player <laughs> who moved from Scotland to Serie A in the summer. Uh, 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 Ferguson. Lewis Ferguson. We give him it. Yeah. Jacob. Uh, it's no Bobby Williamson I know it's no Bobby Williamson Do you know what's funny right That's not even that That bad an answer But it just seems funny When he gets questions wrong uh, Anyway Mark and Aloha How do you think it went? Uh, I don't know I think we might have Both Done as bad as each other mm. What do you mean? I thought I'd done alright mate uh, This was a 50-50 And I've got to admire Producer Callum's bravery Because there's only one in it So I hope he's got it right Apparently Ryan Jack Has scored 11 For Aberdeen mm. And 10 league goals for Rangers so it is Aberdeen Gordon DL gets 1-0 in front Gee, after the Mark. first question Bye. number 8 is Kyogo Mark I'm afraid to tell you he's 2-0 <laughs> <laughs> up 2-0 up he said oh, there's a 100% record boom right there Mark <laughs> <laughs> neither of you covered yourself in glory because the uh, air are obviously not a Scottish top I know. flight club I, I went too fast um, that, man. and I think is it, it'll be a stag up at Ross County isn't it I'm afraid Mark so <laughs> Mark. It's the Paisley Panda. Paisley Panda. What's a worse answer? It's got to be air though, because no, not because air's got a panda. Uh, at least they're black and white, are they? Yeah, they're got a panda. That's a mascot, a panda. But they're not in the top. A panda. Flight. I know that Gordon, but I was a wee bit excited. Obviously, Mark's no excited. Nah, is he? he's not. Dave Cormack's the chairman of Aberdeen. It's three 0 no! to Gordon DL. I'm devastated. <laughs> this is the worst yes. possible start to a new season. Oh. Uh, Kenny Shields was the manager of Kilmarnock So he was In 2012 And I'll tell you what I bet he did Mark didn't get that either He did not <laughs> It was at this moment in particular Where I became really worried for Mark Because I am always team listener I don't like it when they get a zero And I thought Certainly we can't have won on the We can't have won on the first week Day two Please of the new season zero he knew that Lewis Ferguson had gone to Serie A. Mark, what part of me one in four one was? Have we done as bad as each other? What part of that was? Hold on, Mark might have been rapid. He might get through all the rest. Oh, of you the can give him another six. He's no chance. You had the choice of Lewis Ferguson or George Doig. You both went Lewis Ferguson. He did get more questions than you. 
What was the you next stop one? there? And I'll help him. Which out. Scotland manager gave Robert Snodgrass his most recent cap in 2019? Mark said Alex McLeish. I don't think that's right. It's Stevie Clark. Clark. Mark. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Mark. You even got more questions. I'm going to say Craig Brown. <laughs> in 2019? No, that's all I can. Anyway, Mark, card lines. It was a 4 1 win for Gordon oh, Deal. Look what you've done. Get that start. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be back Matt phone Thursday mate And ask for me I'll be back I'll be back I'm no switching on you I'm switching on Who's that? I don't know I'm a bit excited I've won my first The relief has come off his shoulders Play that back Producer Caleb No don't play that back What did you call him? Arnold Schwerz A toy shop <laughs> so bad. Oh, well done. Well done. Uh, he signed for. <laughs> he was nervous there. You can see the oh, relief. I had to get that first one over a line. Mm. I really did. Well I, was co- I was delighted. You did actually better than I thought there. I, I was delighted Mark was on the other end of the phone. I can't thank him enough for phoning in. Does that feel like a big weight off your shoulders? I'll tell you, I'll sleep tonight. It could still go downhill from here. But as it stands, you're joint top of the table. Yeah, but how many did he get right last night? I think it was a five. 5-2 victory was it? And um, I got a 4-1 against Mark Who didn't really know a lot So I don't know <laughs> Listen a win's a win You take them all A man with your Previous Has to take Happy a win When it comes along well. You done well huh? Mark right. wasn't he? Well, no, no, Mark, Mark doesn't did, did, did the name of the service, didn't he? I did. nah, he's didn't up to your high like standards. Mark V. Mark he's was never, his best, he's his never best answer. Back. Back. <laughs> he's never phoned back. He's up the stairs now. He's in his cot. He's done. <laughs> Good night. Sandra says, Oh God, I've missed Beat the Pundit and Dazzler's answers. Even when you get, when you win, for one stick for your Sandra. answers. So uh, there we go. No, no, the, the the phones will not light on Thursday after nah, that will. performance, isn't it? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter at Clyde SSB asking you which player holds the key to your team's chances this season. Just looking for one name to sort of put you on the spot about. Colin is a Rangers fan from Airdrie. Who would it be from your team, Colin? Uh, good evening, guys. Uh, I think the player for me that's going to be massive for Rangers this season is going to be John Lundstrom. To be honest with you. Right, go on, explain it, show you're working. Um, so, at the tail end of last season, I felt he started to win his game. Um, I've been watching him in pre-season as well. It looks as if he's settled into Scottish football. And see, when I've been watching his attitude, he's not fit to have a pop at other players if he doesn't think they're pulling their weight. But I think, like everybody, uh, Rangers and Celtic have strengthened, and I think those firm games are going to be um, the key in the season. And I think he'll be good for turning the ball over and getting up to our front players. And honestly, I think he's going to pop up a few goals as well. He might surprise a few people. I see the logic, Mark. I see the, the trajectory, if you like, that, that John Lundstrom yeah. is on. No one truly knows what, what a summer break <laughs> does to that, but you, you can see where Colin's coming from. Not I, an incredible start, but building, 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 and then becoming a real main stay towards the end of the season. Yeah, I think it's a good shout from Colin because I, I think fans sometimes expect the real match winners to be at the top end of the pitch. But we've seen that, you know, the players that play in Lundstrom's position is every bit important. I said last year when he came to the club, I thought Lundstrom would be a big player for Rangers. To be honest, he, the start of his Rangers career was a bit of a weird one. Because when he came in, he, he looked a real find. He looked a solid player that would play every week. He was a wee bit hit and miss. <clears throat> Struggled a wee bit from time to time. Now, that might have been moving him out of position sometimes. 
But like Colin says, the tail end of last season, he was instrumental in all the good things that Rangers, you know, achieved uh, in big games. He turned up in the games against Celtic. He turned up, and you've got to think another, you know, a fresh season in Scottish football. He knows the grounds he's going to. He'll know a lot of the players he's playing against, and he'll just feel more settled at that club. Um, so there's every chance he could be a real driving force in the middle part for Rangers this season. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think what helps is confidence. Uh, um, there were times when we had Rangers fans on this phone and Gordon not particularly happy with them. But he worked away the lad. He won them over. The fans love him now. Uh, I think the European nights really helped him. I think the fact that he can play those different positions, middle of the park, um, goes into centre defence at times. So I think he'll be a big player for Rangers. If he keeps that form up, but he's got to keep that up because, as I said earlier in the show, the, uh, especially with these two sides, the Glasgow sides, the middle of the park is just mm. fully talent. You could you could make a case for most of them. Colin, given the signings of John Souter, Ben Davis, etc., does that suggest we, we, we won't see John Lundstrom go into a back three at any point this season, or, or you know, or, or only in, a, in the case of emergencies? Um, I'm not too sure because sometimes you wonder what, what Gio's plans are going to be and I just feel that with Lundstrom, um, you know, depending on the game um, you're going to want like, defences, you know, breaking the attacks down and then the quick turnover because we've got quick players up front So, and I think he's the man to spray that ball about so I think maybe like a sitting midfielder or just in front of the defence um, but you never know with, with Gio as well because he will change his tactics mid-game as well or twice, three times in a game So, but I think Lundstrom's adaptable so I think no matter where you ask him to play I feel this season you're going to get a game out of him anyway Is he the latest in the long line of players who should remind us not to judge too quickly but then we'll just do it again the next season anyway You guarantee some of the new signings will be written off by August hmm. the 10th You know, it's just what we do and then they come good later in the season and then we say ah see it just shows you shouldn't write them off but we never learn from it and then we just keep uh, going yeah. round in circles yeah entirely right I think with Lundstrom the, the fact that he, he was coming to a team that was you know Rangers are possession based every every team they come up against here probably just out with Celtic they are expected to control 75-80% of possession and maybe Lundstrom wasn't used to that when he came to the club but I think he grew into that and in the big games against Celtic and the European games where he was asked to fill holes and, and be that kind of safety net I think he excelled mm. at it and of course he comes up with a big goal as well that always endears him to the Rangers fans so I mean Daz is right with confidence having that on your shoulders as well only kind of propels you the following season in my opinion Overall though Colin feeling good about the new season? Uh, yeah can't wait can't wait um, I think it is going to be um, good in Scottish football because I do think Hearts and stuff like that, Aberdeen's, you might see a bit more for them. So I think what Gordon says, Rangers and Celtic are going to pull further away from them. Um, but I think Scottish football um, is going to show itself in a better light this season, to be honest with you. Looking forward to it. I hope you're right. That was Colin on 01419511025. We'd love for you to join him. Just something to mark your card about. Team of the Week is a brand new 
Feature for Clyde One Super Scoreboard This forthcoming season Every Monday One of the pundits Will select their team of the week As the name suggests From the Scottish Premiership After the weekend You can check it all out On the Clyde One Super Scoreboard Twitter account Every Monday at Clyde SSB And thanks to Clyde Built Home Improvement We're going to give you the chance To win a current or retro Football kit of your choice Just head to Clyde1.com to enter And remember to keep an eye out At Clyde SSB This week for the first Scottish Premiership team of the week He's still... On cloud nine After his beat the pundit victory Let's see how he copes With the full time teaser of that And more of your calls Coming next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Right, it's that time of the night where you send your questions in and the pundits try and come up with the answers. Now, it it can be quite predictable in the sense that you are usually much smarter than them, so they struggle to come up with the answers to your question, but that's the fun of it. (coughs) So if you've got an idea, something that you want to share with us and hear used on the show, the address to send it over to is fulltime at Clyde1.com. That's fulltime at Clyde1.com. Dot com. Send it over. It's a long old season. Lots of questions to get through. Uh, so please share your thoughts. Mikey has sent tonight's in. Challenging but doable, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Mm-hmm. Since 2000-2001, so we're going back a bit, there have been seven goalkeepers that have made five or fewer appearances for Celtic or Rangers. Rangers or Celtic, can you name them? Since 2000-2001, seven goalies, five or fewer appearances for either of the old firm. Can you name them? Dimitri Karin. Uh, no, apparently. No. What? No. When did he play man five? Which, Seven. Which? Oh, I don't know. We'll do the when, when, when did the boy Carroll play? Oh, Roy Carroll. Roy Carroll. <laughs> he was playing the Masters. One single One appearance shout, does. Oh, for well Rangers. Done. Ah, look at that. I had forgotten all about that. What? How was the Masters? How did he get a up, first of all? Hey, 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 Celtic Masters he's, he's team. Masters. Scored the eight. Sco- me he scored a quarter of <laughs> the Celtic's goals. Do you know what? Which so, was one. I didn't watch it, no offence, right? I was oh. busy living my life over the summer. Um, <laughs> someone told me this, right? So I was in a popular sportswear store in East Kilbride, and uh, a man. <laughs> popular sportswear store. A man yeah. approached me and said, uh, I was watching your mate play football last night and I thought, what's he on about? And he said, I was at the Masters, watched Mark Wilson play. Ah, he was in for and, a uh, and I think that, I think this guy was a, was he a Rangers fan. Doesn't really matter. Um, and he, he told me you scored and I thought, <laughs> that just doesn't <laughs> sound... Right. Did you actually? Of course I scored. I, I thought this was, was a stitch up. No, no, no. I scored, notched, tapping was <laughs> right it? enough. But was I, it no, I can't even remember who it was against. I think it was against Liverpool. But that was good. Great set up Just uh, And did you win didn't get, nah, No but didn't get The results <laughs> Right okay nah, nah, But didn't win a game You didn't win any games no, no, Oh right no, no. <laughs> Sounds like it went well Gordon <laughs> Did you watch it uh, Unfortunately I was busy that night uh, But he could text me And I think That he actually texted me When he scored from the From the pitch bridge. Yeah Pulled his phone out of his sock <laughs> Yeah Um I just thought it was remarkable that they managed to find players who'd played even less games for Celtic than him. Carlton Cole was your your striker, wasn't he? <laughs> I remember him. I mean, aye, uh, you've got more movement than, than big Carlton. Yeah, Don't listen yeah. to him. He's saying that because he yeah. knows he won't be listening. Yeah. I bet on the day no, he was he like, oh, he's an avid please. SSB listener. Down Carlton, south, can I have your autograph? Tell us all about uh, the West did, Ham days. Did we yeah. Sid play? 
Sid played, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, linked up well with Sid. Two we always link up well. Years of breaking <laughs> turned up. We've got to drop the breaking thing this year. New season, <laughs> new same jokes. No, it was good. I enjoyed it. Petrov was in. Petrov, Rob Douglas was in. Barry Robson made an appearance. Aye, but he's still fit. He'll be fitter than you, surely. Barry, hi. Barry's fit, and who else played? Joe Ledley, Kelvin Wilson. So the two Wilsons were. At the we'll need to get to this later in the week when he's on But I saw our, our friend of the show mm-hmm. Kenny Miller taking it as serious as ever Oh Is he not Barney by the someone? way Him and Barney Ferguson going, By the way I can't wait was, to hear this man, on Friday This was box was office the Were they two them going for it? Going at it The game had uh, No it was half time And we were all standing at the side Oh it was against Celtic? No no no, oh, no, no We are right, right, off okay. And they're coming off The two of them are screaming <laughs> at each other Absolutely scream! None of them are backing down. Well, you know what Kenny's like in Barry Ferguson. You see him at Beat famous for it. He, he almost oh. swung for Hugh Keevans one night in the full time <laughs> teaser. That was box office. So it was uh, Hugh got the better of him, obviously. Who, who, yeah. uh, who actually? It's, it was exciting. Who won it? I just kind of petered it because no, uh, no, not the no, fight. No, the no. Tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh, one stuck ahead in the other. But <laughs> so, yeah, I think. Uh, Listen, Liverpool. Liverpool were head and shoulders. Uh, did they have? I, I said the other week there. If anybody's looking for a, a centre forward, Luis Garcia can still play. Was he good? Was he unbelievable? Unbelievably fit. Top goals. He scored about ten goals. Who did they play in the final? They played Man United in the final. Aye. Who so, did they have to? Ah, they had all the big cutters like uh, Wes uh, Brownberg, uh, Danny Weber, Luke <laughs> <laughs> <Like> Chadwick. <laughs> uh, who did they have? Chris Eagles. Did they actually? Aye. aye. Jo- John O'Shea. John O'Shea was all right. You uh, lost to a Man United team with Chris Eagles in it. Chris Eagles. Uh, was by the way, Chris Eagles yeah, is still of age to play. I think mm-hmm. he's just maybe. I know find a club Yeah it was good Good okay. entertainment for Everyone enjoyed it That's, That was the main thing Wholesome family fun Aye they were serving, serving alcohol There as well So that made up for a Hostile environment Oh you, you had dangers. a wild You had a wild night On the alcohol didn't you During the summer Now you need to be careful here Remember this is a family show There's certain things you can't say But you want to give us a Yeah A bit yeah. of a taster yeah, it was a wee Wednesday night. I decided to have a fun night. Did you go for it on your own? Uh, yeah. I, Please I, drink responsibly. First time of the new season, yeah, I'm going to say that. I loaded up and I decided, lovely summer night, crack open. I'm not a big beer, but cracks about beer open. Just to be just qu- quickly, though, I mean, you, you live in a flat, so when it's summer, does that does it make any difference to your sort of <laughs> Get the capabilities? To you get a disco going? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like you were sitting in the garden. Like the flat's just the same, whether it's summer or not. Yeah, just get the windows open. Window, okay. you go. Yeah. Beers in the fridge and on with a bit of Bruno Mars. <laughs> uh, what? Up, up oh, Bruno, Bruno Mars. Yeah, I, like I did not expect Br- you to like Bruno Mars. I, I like Carry Bruno. Um, and I, I, what was really disappointing was I was in him about my fourth beer. I was really enjoying it, and I got a uh, phone call from the lads. Look, we're on the first tee. Get yourself up here. I says, look, sorry guys. Beautiful night, I'm raging, I've had a few beers, I can't drive, I'll just need to miss this one out. Responsible. Pa- party went on, took my next beer and I decided I might feel a bit rough in the bone, I better just check the the volume of the alcohol. And, I, and unfortunately for myself, Gordon, I'd bought alcohol-free beer. <laughs> 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 eight bottles yet dancing to Bruno Mars <laughs> on his own in his flat on alcohol free beer missing the golf I what can't drive what a party that is, so yeah. you've stabbed yourself in the head with what apparently is known as a salad knife yeah. you've um, had a, a binge drinking session on alcohol free beer <laughs> 
how do you survive from day to day? I don't, I don't really know. There's right. more, but we'll go through that this season. Oh, got, plenty more where those came from. Uh, Danny's in Guruk. Danny's a Celtic fan. Who is the main man for Celtic this season, Danny? 100% it's going to be, for me, Jack Amatius. I like that. Not had that shout yet. Tell us why. Reason being, um, if you remember back to the Livingston game when he missed the penalty, quite a lot of supporters were, oh no, this guy's a donkey, etc. We needed a striker because Kyogo was injured and the guy the guy then turned it round and he scored double-figure goals, big goals, important goals, won, won his games um, and to me, uh, even the last, game, the last couple of games of the season there, some dramatic goals, overhead kicks, etc. Seen it uh, pre-season there. To me, he's going to be big and it's a type of Ah, you, you'll probably see him and Kyogo scoring more goals between them But I think for me it's going to be Jack Marcus 18 and 29 last season yeah. I think it was Mark, um, is that a good show? I think it is We'd asked to give our predictions uh, All sorts of things Top goal scorer I've put Jack Marcus down for top goal scorer this season Because of those stats here I, Well I mean, play though I mean last season right? Assume Kyogo doesn't get injured how many starts does Jackie Marcus get? Or does he? I, I, I don't I know. Is, he, is he the first choice? I don't think he's the first choice, but I think he'll get his fair share of starts. I think when he came in, we we, we rightly were a wee bit sceptical because of the way he kind of looked. He looks a bit ungainly at times. Um, and he took a wee bit to get going. I know he was injured. But when he got on a run, when chances were presented to him, he can finish. And his previous stats at his previous club showed that as well. Um, I think he's somebody it's it's not shy, you know, he's he's a confident big lad. Uh and I just think he'll he'll go even better again this season. So I have put him down for the, the mm. top goal scorer. Again, Gordon, is that mm. is that one that can benefit from having been here already and having a bit of a, a settled time of it? I mean he didn't play his first game for Celtic till the thirtieth of September. He then didn't play again for another two weeks. Um so you know, you were talking late October before he even scored at all as Danny quite rightly says at the very end of October comes that day against Livingston mm. and we're all so dramatic that you know is that the penalty miss that costs you the league and even though you've got months and months to go um, but th- this season should be a bit more of a straightforward start for him uh, yeah I, I agree with Mark um, I don't think he'll finish top goal scorer but he'll certainly be in amongst the goals he's got a knack of great first time finishing as well Gordon um, goals brings confidence for any striker Unfortunately, I think Kyogo just uh, heads it just now as the number one striker, but there'll be a lot of pressure on him because if this guy keeps doing what he's been doing in the, in the months you know, leading up to the end of the season, I thought he was in terrific form. He looked very dangerous. He was bedding into Celtic. He was finding the Scottish way of playing, knew where the goals were. He's everything in his locker. I agree with Mark. I think he'll be a big player. I think he'll be in the goals just how many... Appearances Starts that he's going to get I mean Danny We had a shout earlier For Rio Hatati I think someone else said Jota You're going for Jack Amakis So Rather than Looking at the new signings Do you feel like The players who were new Last season th- This is now when you see The best of them Is that the way you see it going? Oh, 100% um, You know I even talked to some of my friends um, I think uh, Abad is going to be A big player this year as well Um even Turnbull Turnbull's coming back And he again No he was injured For a long time um, I'm, I'm not going to say We're going to win a league I'll, I'll keep I'll keep my Stoom on that But uh, it's going to be A big 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 year for us And I think to, Aye 
some of the players that you mentioned there were Hitati. Um, even Kyogo as well, no, they, they played a lot of games in Magida as well, so yeah, it's going to be a a football fan in Glasgow in the West who's not willing to say that their team will win the league just yet. Mm. Mm. Things that I never thought I would hear, but I don't mind Danny's style because you know acknowledging that um, all the the evidence that it could be close is there. That doesn't mean that it's going to pan out that way. But it wasn't huge last season. Celtic deserved to win. Obviously, that's the way the league works. But then what Rangers did in other competitions suggests that they're also a very good team. So that's why. You know, neutrals are looking forward to the race And um, and fine, Danny's no, not willing to stick his neck on the line just yet The biggest difference for me this year is If you, you know, flip it back to last year Postacoglu come into a disaster uh, Had they rebuild a team I think that most Celtic fans would have said Look, yeah, we might have to finish second tier uh, As long as we, you know, finish second And, you know, the gap's not that big and with a job he's done a, a difference this year I look at the two squads And there's arguments for both squads I think the managers will go head to head I think that the the Old Firm games Will be really important at the title chase I, I said at the, um, the one hour shows with Andrew That I feel this season Because of the squads and the depth And the quality that they've got I think that both Glasgow teams Will, will run away further From the Hearts and mm. Aberdeens well, thank you very much Danny and Guruk Nice to speak to you 01419511025 Of course Celtic get their league campaign up and running Against Aberdeen Jim Goodwin says they're in a good place uh, Heading into Sunday's game He says the key to getting a good result Will be how they cope uh, with the ball It doesn't get much more difficult uh, That is fair to say But look you've got to play everybody at some point um, You know, We're going into this game in really good form ourselves We've had a very successful League Cup group stage um, Won all four games quite con- convincingly Kept four clean sheets So we've got a little bit of momentum And a little bit of confidence in the group And we'll just approach this game the same way we have the, the previous four You know, We know it's a step up in quality uh, Celtic are a team full of real class international players I've watched their game against Norwich at the weekend um, I tried to watch a bit of the Blackburn game as well Watched the Legia Warsaw game last week as well So, you know, they haven't changed the style of play You know, Ange Postacoglu has added a little bit of quality as well In terms of the recruitment that they've done But, you know, you know what you're going to get with Celtic You know, it's it's, it's high tempo, it's very intense Free-flowing football um, You know, we're going to have to be good with the ball But we're going to have to be very, very good without it And make sure that that defensive shape is as solid as what it needs to be now another interesting soundbite from Jim Goodwin today I don't know if you've seen this Did you see the banner that some Aberdeen fans held recently? It said yeah. we are Aberdeen, no more Celtic loans I don't want mm. any so Liam Scales at yeah. the moment, don't they? Uh, who have they had in the past? They've obviously, um, well Ryan Christie was Ryan one Christie. of them Sort of uh, rejuvenated his career But I think you know Liam Scales currently um, So yeah, we are Aberdeen, no more Celtic loans But Jim Goodwin says you know fans should be comfortable with that idea Listen, Liam Scales is a quality player. I tried to get him on a couple of occasions when I was St Mirren manager when he was over at Shamrock Rovers. Um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a top, top player. He gives us great balance on that left side of defence. He's the best option available for us right now. We did uh, inquire to Celtic about trying to make it a permanent one, but, you know, they prefer to go down the loan route. So, you know, um, I'm quite comfortable with it. I, I think the supporters should be too. I think they recognise the quality that Liam has brought to the team so far, and he's been one of our standout performers in this early part. Quite an odd thing is, you know, putting a banner for Aberdeen fans, particularly when you mention the two. You know, Ryan Christie was a, a huge success there, and Liam Scales 
uh, as I'm aware at the minute has started incredibly well um, that so was Adam Montgomery last season Montgomery maybe not so much a hit but I, I mean Jim's right if, if you can get quality players into the club to make your team better then there's no way you can turn your nose up at that of course fans want to see players sign permanent but if loans is what you can get to make your team stronger at this moment in time you've got to take them yeah I agree I think that loans are a good part of uh, football management now Gordon because it gives both the club and the player time to assess mm. each other uh, when you get those quirks because obviously you can't play at the weekend then that, that's yeah, not ideal to- totally understand that but uh, throughout the season I'm sure Jim's um, very impressed with him I watched his, the game against I was actually up north I went to the Aberdeen Dumbarton game uh, <laughs> and I, I thought performance wise he looks very comfortable indeed it benefits Celtic just now as well because obviously getting out there and getting games um, he's going to a good club going to a good manager who's now ambitious to try and take Aberdeen up that table this season and have a success successful uh, year he'll play a lot of games um, so I think supporters have just got to be careful for what they wish for hmm. no I, I totally agree I mean Scales good player if Celtic don't want to sell him just now because they maybe see something in him uh, but he's not quite going to break the mould at Celtic you can still be good enough for a top team like Aberdeen I think Aberdeen fans should be happy with that. I think Jim Goodwin's starting to rebuild that club to shape his own kind of ideas. Same as Van Bronckhurst doing at Rangers. I think they'll be much improved with skills in that side this season. OK, let's check in on that full-time teaser. Mikey has sent it in to fulltime at clyde1.com. Think you've got what it takes to send in one of these questions? Please do. We'd love to read it out on the show. And Mikey wants you to name seven goalies since 2000-2001 who've got five or fewer appearances for Celtic or Rangers. You've got Roy Carroll so far. McCrory? Robbie McCrory is indeed one, yes. I think he's got two appearances for I've Rangers. have got another one. Well, I'll decide. Oh, no. I Go for it then. Mark it on a roll. Jack Anik? No. Darn, <laughs> 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 uh, What about Brotto? No, now Matthew Breckenridge has sent Broto in. He says he can't have had many more than five. He came in in January, cup tied for Europe and the Cups, but no, ah, he is um, not one. I looked, I looked him up because I like to be fair about these oh, things. I'm he had eight up. league appearances, two in the Cup. So yeah. Oh, what about Logan Bailey? Yes, wow, five brilliant. on the nose. Right, okay, we'll leave it there. We've got one, two, three, four to get. We'll get them next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. On the home straight with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. You've made it this far. Maybe this twice a week won't be too. No, who am I kidding? By the end of the season, I will be done in listening to you two. Uh, but we'll try our best. Let's see how you can go on this full time teaser. Mikey Burns sent it into full time at Clyde1.com. And he wants you to name seven goalies since 2000-2001 that have five or fewer appearances for Celtic or Rangers. Guys like Roy Carroll, Robbie McCrory, Logan Bailly, mm-hmm. yeah, Doris so. DeFries. He got far more than that, I'm afraid. Yeah, of course. Did he? Yeah. I thought he was... Uh... Someday not beat him for about 40 yards. You were at the game. Oh, uh, uh, that was incredible. <laughs> Is that, Is that uh, yeah, that, no? That's right. Um, that's right Cool Aye. Mm-hmm. Aye. Um What a goal it he was got ten. He, gets subbed, he gets subbed at half time Yeah right. 10 in the league 2 in the cup couple in Europe In fact he played um, I'm sure he did He did not play in the new Camp I think that I went to work at oh. a game in the new Camp um, 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean he conceded seven, um, but they were very good. <laughs> right, he should have been on the wall. Eh? They were very good. I must um, admit, I don't even think he was that bad that night. You know, was I you think know? they were just insane. Are we going all the way back here, going for a wee clue? He's, he's, he's the question you, quite the literally question. tells you how far we're going back. <laughs> what was it? Two thousand, two thousand one. Yes. Said, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Ah, but Headman play more. Nah. Are they difficult? What about? No. <laughs> regardless of what I say there, how does it change anything? I don't know. I don't know what I was wanting you to say there. Um, <laughs> yes, obviously. Yeah. But you're making them difficult. There was a go- that there makes was a- me a bit more downbeat. There was a goalkeeper, was it Simonson or something, that played with Rangers? You never played a lot of games. Steve, Steve, Steve Simonson? No. <sighs> He's done. I love it. First time in the new season, reeled him in. <laughs> yes, it was. I was waiting nine weeks for that. Yeah. You were half out. It was a good shout. I'll oh, give you that. I'm running out of keep I, I will. What is he? No, no. How many more Celtic Rangers we got? <laughs> We've got four left. Uh, no. Three. I'm actually unwilling to tell you that for a very specific reason. Oh, it's as far as I'm going to go, but it still could be a clue in itself. No. Am I just talking in riddles now? Any loan keepers just in for a cup? There's a very good reason that I'm unwilling to tell you how many played for Celtic and how many played for Rangers. I Why might that, that reason? Because yeah. one played for both. <gasps> right, and now... Oh, uh, I've got him! Aye, um, Mark Brown. Mark Brown. Mark Brown. There we go. <laughs> See, it made sense in my that head, did, I just aye. had to make sure that it, well, it done, came across. That was a team effort there. Him... Right, three to get to me. Three to mm. get. We'll get them. Let's bring in William, most important player for Rangers this season. William. Yeah, hello, Gordon. Martin Gordon. Hello. Hey, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a couple of things. Uh, one, I think Lindstrom will be the the main man because let's face it, Nady was playing his level the last three or four months in Scotland, i.e. in Europe. I think he can bully the Celtic's midfield if everybody be honest. Uh, and and you're going to let Mark elaborate on a. Uh, Who's Rangers' be, be, most important player? You said the goalkeeper. Well, can you let me elaborate, please? Yeah, good shout. I want to know what, what on earth he was on. What that meant, yeah. Well, well the, the goalkeeper. <laughs> the guy with the gloves. <laughs> well, Alan McGregor has been a huge part um, of everything good Rangers have done for years and years. Now, I think it's such an important position. Is his time... Well, not gonna, I thought the question was who's going to be the main man. So you mean it's but, the most important position for Rangers this season yeah, rather that, than I, I, he will be Rangers standout? I, I, like I said, that when we're chatting about Lundstrom earlier, I said quite often fans will look at the top end of the pitch and think they're the main man because they'll score the goals or get so many assists. Quite often they forget about the guys that do all the job at the back. Now Rangers, when they won the league, their defence, their back four and their goalkeeper was so important and you could pick any one of them to be the main man. I think So you think a lot, of be, it, a lot of it could hinge on Alan McGregor then rather than he's going to be Rangers <laughs> player of the year is that more what you I, mean? I probably, yeah right. if he's not there if he's not the Alan McGregor it's been for years in the past and they don't get a, a, a keeper that's up to scratch with him which is very difficult to find then that mm. might be the main position for me I mean don't get that's me wrong I mean. don't get me wrong William it's not really the question I asked but now that, mm. now that he's explained it yeah. does that make a bit of sense in his own question that he's asked himself? What I will say, Gordon, but tell Mark not to worry. His, his old club didn't have any players playing the European finals. No, means Rangers goalkeepers are better than in Celtic. Goal. That's for a fact, anyway. So I think there's a wee bit of development there with Mark was saying that with the goalkeepers. Maybe he's playing with the Charlie Nicholas playbook. I don't know. But mm, I think you're giving him too much credit, William. I, I, I don't think there was any 
Any devilment William Calm down <laughs> It's the first show Man I was asked a question And then In a way you could see it As a compliment to Alan McGregor As a compliment to Alan McGregor He has been outstanding for years And I just think When you get to a certain age There was the big question mark If he was going to carry on uh, And I think a lot of Rangers fans Would be the same now, if you had to lose a goalkeeper like Alan McGregor, or he wasn't performing the same way he's, as he's done for years, surely that would be a concern to any team. Celtic only have to go back a couple of years to win the lost Forster, and you get in a replacement like Barkas, and then Bain comes in, and everything's all over the place. They find somebody like Hart, who's a suitable replacement, and you see what it does to the team. That's the point I was making about McGregor. It's another shout for John Lundstrom as well. Gordon yeah he's uh, he's a fan's favourite um, Gordon and I, I agree with William I thought that he finished the season uh, brilliantly um, he was in bang on form I thought some of his European performance his mark um, rightly touched on it and I'll give him a bit of credit I thought in the big games you're looking for your players to stand up and be counted and he certainly was one of those um, in Europe, I thought he had a, a, a very good run as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he starts uh, the new season. Uh, I'm sure he's a massive part of the Rangers manager's plans going forward. Uh, good competition in there, good quality in there. Um, you know, as a question mark, will he be used at any time this season in the, the heart of the defence, especially when they've, they've sort of a strengthened that area? They could easily go to a back three, which they like to do in some games, but still keep him with the strength in the middle of the park ra- rather than move him back mm. with the fact that Davis coming in. So uh, good options, but uh, no, I think Lundstrom will be a big player this season. Uh, thank you to William 01419511025 uh, New contract for Kevin Van Veen Gordon I know people always look at New signings and who's coming in the door But is that a good piece of business for you and your fellow Steelmen? Yeah uh, We needed a bit of um, Encouragement, a bit of uh, Excitement Gordon after Last Thursday's uh, disappointing Result at home to Sligo I'm still confident we can go over there It'll be difficult turn it round My big problem for uh, Kevin Van Veen is I think he can get goals I think he's got the ability to do that But I think he needs people that's got to create them I think other people have got to Stand up, if you see any any Good goal scorer the one thing that the reason they score goals is people round about them can create them with good passes, good balls, good movement, balls from the wide areas, uh, splitting open my defence with just a one pass. Rangers and Celtic have got abundance of these players. Just now, I don't think Mother will have in that quality, and it becomes a little bit more difficult, but mm. I'm delighted that he's on board. This isn't the be all and end all, Mark, but just. To offer it up it, it seems like Well More than seems like Motherwell have made Fewer signings than anyone else I, mean, I think they've made three mm. um, I think it's You know Dundee United St Johnson I think they've made a, a few more But I think Motherwell are the, the bottom of that table For whatever that matters To some people They have let Some players go Would you expect a bit more business To be yeah, done there? I think they have to I think just the way The, the second half of the season Was for them up and down, got a result, a couple of results at the right time. Um, obviously strong at the start of the season. Uh, McGinn, I think, is a good sign in Spittle. I think it'll fit in well. I think Alexander will know the boys at Free Salford. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll know him, obviously, but I think you need more players in there. Particularly see when you see how Motherwell went unlucky a bit with injuries over the past couple of years. 
You've got to take that into account as well. Van Veen, I think that's a huge plus point for Motherwell. I thought he'd be away. I said a couple of times on here that he, I thought he had the physique, the stature, the goals, the kind of swagger that would attract other teams to try and make a bid to take him away. So I think that's a huge plus point and it'll give the, the full squad a lift ahead of Thursday. Uh, OK, let's round off by trying to get the rest of the answers on this teaser. It's full time at Clyde 1 if you want to send a question in and please do. That's what Mikey did. Uh, tonight he's looking for since 2000-2001 seven goalkeepers that have five or fewer appearances for Celtic or Rangers you're doing okay you've got Rob, Robbie McCrory Logan Bailly Roy Carroll and Mark Brown three to get I'll give you a bit of a help right Robert uh, Bamford has sent a message in saying Jesper Christensen is that one you fancy? Uh, well obviously not if you say no exactly no, no. I, I was going to, I was going to say Connor Hazard no I'll tell you what though Seems no, like I a good shout no. I think he's more than that Did he? Oh, more than five That's a good shout yeah, That sounds like a good shout mm. Mm. If he's If he's in We'll just draw a line under it Yeah uh, Yeah yeah, yeah. It's not a valid question okay. um, Give us a couple more clues in Gordon Because you were obviously helpful With the Matt Brown one um, So run about that era Christensen era uh, I think Connor Hazard might have five You know but it's like, Anyway right You've got a couple more to get We'll add him on extra Um all Rangers, what about five appearances for Rangers? Probably in around that sort of... That sort of Mark Warburton-type era, roughly. Played a lot for Blackpool down south. Oh, Gilks. Gilks, yep. Brilliant. Uh, right, OK. There were two goalies with this exact same name doing the rounds in Scottish football about the same time. Graham Smith? Graham yep. Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> name, same surname. A very, very, very popular surname. The most... Smith. Uh, oh, Graham Smith. Graham yep. Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Buzz. And what about he's not long left Rangers? I think did he manage one appearance? Oh, to Mikey, um, um, oh, he was on the p- uh, no Robinson. He was uh, on the pitch. That's um, a fairly good uh, summation. Um, yeah, he was oh, Robinson. Is that no one? No, no. no he, oh, oh, no. Quick, quick, quick. Oh, give his initials. A <laughs> F. Quick. Andy Firth. Yes, Andy Firth. Thank you, Gordon and Mark. We're back tomorrow with Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly. Make sure you join us then. Lindsay Gibson's up next.